Hello, and welcome to the Macabre Family Podcast. I wish I could say that it took the time I was away to um, feel better, but I did not. <laughs> Don't cough on me. <laughs> still kind of sick, still exhausted, but the show must go on. And this week we have a crazy story for you. And um, here I am with my mom. Hi. Actual same house, everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I, I, it's, it's very cold outside. You turned down the heat. And I'm I had to sweat. Yeah, I had to turn down the heat. We are in our little studio, but it's our my office, my storage, my makeup room. The cat is somewhere in here hanging out. So, And apparently tonight it is the bar. It is the bar as well. My mom <laughs> has a drink. I do not because I don't drink. <laughs> Before we get into it, I'm going to tell you the sources for my case. I watched an Unsolved Mysteries episode on it. That would be Unsolved Mysteries with Dennis Ferran. Ferran. Season 2, episode 20. So not a Robert Stack one. Oh my gosh, that's the an other old guy. season. 1991. Yeah, I've watched Unsolved Mysteries quite a long time now. Yes. Well, that's how I got into all this. Yeah. Uh, also, a couple articles, truecrimeedition.com and apnews.com. It's not a very long story, but the ending will get all the true crime nerds like me excited on how this guy's caught. Mm. So you didn't. You said you didn't look into this at all. No, I didn't. But you were at. You were talking about cheapest creepers all freaking week. So <laughs> you know, I had an inclination that it was there, but um, I did see the movie. That was it's an older movie, and it was two thousand something. Yeah. I forget. And it was more of a horror movie. It was disgusting. It's a horror movie, yeah. I don't watch horror movies. No, I don't either. For some reason, it was on, and I was watching it. And I was talking to Terry when he stopped by today. Said I told him, like, I, I don't like horror movies. I don't like gruesome I'm not, stuff. I don't like being scared. But I can watch the first 48 and watch see the dead bodies and stuff on that. And I couldn't watch, like, Rescue 911, Nathan was talking about, too, where they like people are still alive and they're bleeding and stuff. Yeah, I can't, yeah, nope, yeah. can't do Any that. Any suffering. Nope. Any suffering. I can watch. Dead, dead people. people. <laughs> <laughs> they don't do much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we're going to jump right into it, I guess. Dennis DePew was a property assessor in Maryland. DePew was a high school counselor that lived comfortable, seemingly normal life in Coldwater, Michigan. Not everything was what it seemed on the surface, though. Dennis was said to have anger problems and was withdrawn from the family. Maryland would tell friends and family that Dennis was a bully. The kids said they didn't really fight. They just would talk, wouldn't talk to each other. So they would just kind of like separate. Yeah, anyway. they just wouldn't say anything to each Silent other. Silent treatment. I guess. I guess that makes sense. That's aggravate. That's stupid. That's a uh, what do they call it? a psychopath? Uh, yeah, just it's like a control thing. I think. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. They it's had called communication people. Yeah, they had three children together: Julie, the youngest; Scott, the middle was the only boy and Jennifer the oldest. After 18 years of marriage, Marilyn finally got the courage and filed for a divorce. Okay. Yeah. During the divorce, Dennis got limited visitation with the kids, but the kids usually didn't want to go with him. So Why? that... I was don't he know. freaky? I don't know. They did... I don't... Nothing like sexual, well, like anything I, like well, that. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, when my parents got divorced, I really didn't want to go to my father's, but I was also 15 years old. Yeah, they. It just was kind of the same idea. Like, they just didn't want to. I'm assuming he was mentally abusive. Maybe. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Marilyn got the house, but Dennis used the guest house as an office that was behind the house. That's pretty good. I, I mean, well, that's a until big, big estate. estate. 
Marilyn changed the locks to the house, but would sometimes go into her house and unlock the door and find him sitting oh. on the couch. She oh, never that's un- freaky. Right? He would get break into the house. She never knew how he got in. Oh, things happen when you're freaking going through a divorce and yeah. separated or whatever. I could tell you some stories. Which one? Which one? <laughs> which one? Which one? Which divorce? Go, uh, not mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you guys remember all those. D- yeah, I would say dad, I dad seems mine. pretty chill. <laughs> yeah, no. Me and dad didn't have any problems. No. We were just young. So, yeah. I was talking to him about that the other day. How maybe you guys will just one day just be like old people and like just die together. <laughs> like get to the age if you're both single and just like in your 80s oh, just live together to die. <laughs> well, it's just even by that point, it's like probably be perfect because we enjoy each other's company. I think you guys would know, but. He has a girlfriend. Ex-wife. Slash. Girlfriend. Okay. Slash. Dad's drama. Love you, Dad. He doesn't listen. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> I still do. Uh, <laughs> Easter <laughs> Sunday, 1990, Dennis went to Maryland's home to pick up the kids for a visitation that day. Julie, the youngest, decided she didn't want to go to her dad and kind of refused to get in the car. And that just started ripple effect. You know, one kid's oh, like, yeah. no, and then it's, I don't want to no, go. If they're not going, I'm not going. Exactly. Marriage American. So, party. yeah, right. <laughs> this started a fight. So the kids are fighting with the dad. Marilyn kind of like would try to get in the middle of it and be like, okay, like we're not fighting. Like uh-huh. this is stupid. Blah, blah, blah. This only irritated Dennis even more. Dennis accused Marilyn of turning his kids against him. And then he started pushing her like fighting. Physically? Yeah. Yeah. And he pushed her down the stairs. <gasps> After Ooh. she fell down the stairs, he went down and started to beat the shit out of her. Oh. While the kids were standing there looking. And you wonder why they don't want to go with her. Exactly. So Jennifer, the oldest, ran to the neighbors to call the police. After Dennis was done beating the hell out of Marilyn, he like half carried her and she kind of yeah, yeah. walked up the stairs. And he walked past the kids and one of the kids, Julie, kept going, mom, mom. Yeah. And she said that her mom was like dazed, out of it, wouldn't respond. Well, she was had the shit beat. Yeah. Uh, Dennis told the kids he was taking her to the hospital. Uh-huh. Uh, they killed her? Well, she was alive. Then? then? Yeah. Well, Mom, it's a true crime. I know. <laughs> but you never know who he's killing. Well, yeah. Get so, there. so, yeah, he told... She was covered in blood. Dennis said that he was taken to the hospital, walked into the van. Kids. Yeah. And this would be the last time anybody would see her alive. Jeez. Did he get the kids? No, and what? No, bye. Well, you never know. He murdered her. Yeah, but, Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I know he did, <laughs> but did anybody else besides the poor kids that nobody listens to? Well, Unsolved Mysteries are in the case, though. Oh, I didn't. Spoiler well, alert I again. Gonna have to watch it. <laughs> All right, we'll, uh, I'm gonna take a break here. We'll be right back. This is Homegrown Horror. I'm a mainer. Does anybody do ticks, Bridget Fonda? I have very terrible taste in TV, and apparently I also have terrible taste in movies. These creamy mounds. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Did you sign that paperwork before you saw it? I'm not a dude from away. There's so many smutty nose. This whole place is filled with anacondas. Pokey, our dear Pokey. I'm not that nice of a person. And so we're gonna tell you about some spooktacular stuff specific <laughs> to Maine. And we're back. <laughs> Hello. So, uh, Ray and Marie Thor- Thornton were driving south along Snow Prairie Road. So, what I was watching the Unsolved Mysteries on it, 
Yep. And for the life of me, I could not understand what the hell I was saying. So I had to put closed caption on so I could see. Because <laughs> they kept like, what what road? What road? I kind of keep rewinding, going back, rewinding. So I just like, closed caption. That was a hell of a lot easier. Yeah. Because I'm trying to take notes as I'm writing. Like so watching if you the see show. it, it's easy to yeah. put it down. When a 1984 Chevy van came upon them quickly and passed them at a high rate of speed. So like came up really close and then went yep. around them. Yep. Mary said to her husband, gee, he must be in a rush. So there's stories out there. The Unsolved Mysteries didn't say it, but I've read it in a couple places that they were playing the license plate game. Do you remember playing this? Where yeah. you license plate, you see letters and numbers, and you try to figure out what it could spell. Not yeah. vanity plates, but just say. like um, G jumbo. Yeah, mm-hmm. you try to figure out like what words you can spell with right. Yeah, stuff like that. So they did that. That's what they like. It says in articles, but it didn't say it in the Unsolved Mysteries. Right. So. I'm going to assume they did because it sounds fun. They're driving along. <laughs> it's Easter Sunday. Like, oh, let's just look at it. Well, yeah. That's what you used to do back years ago. So, yeah. <laughs> you can't play on your phone. No. So, either way, this band came upon them and passed them quickly enough <laughs> that it brought attention to them. Put help signs in the window. Oh, my God, yes. So, we were <laughs> driving to Canada, and me and my <laughs> sister, stepsister, Decided. Yeah, help, kidnapped or something like that. (laughs) Put it on the windows of the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think anybody stopped and questioned anything? Absolutely not. No. Talk about 1990s, right? (laughs) Kids don't get kidnapped back then. I guess not. Apparently not. (laughs) They looked at you guys laughing too hard. Probably. (laughs) Waving like, yes. Um. They, a few miles down the road, they came upon the van again. This time it was parked. It was parked next to an old abandoned schoolhouse, and the driver was outside of the van carrying, like, a blanket or a sheet. Bloody. Yeah, covered in blood. Of course. Covered in blood. Um, they passed by him and went, continued along the road. They thought it was strange, and they're like, okay, we're going to find a place to call the police. Yeah. yeah. But before they could get that far, oh. Jeepers Creepers time. Yes, here so, he comes. Yeah. Right on their ass, he tailgated them for two miles, and apparently you've seen Jeepers Creepers. I yeah. haven't. Yeah, but I guess that what happens in it. They I, come up. They see a guy disposing of something, right? Yeah, in Jeepers Creepers, and then once they pass him, the van, the they, Jeepers Creepers, them yeah, and pushes them off the road. Well, that that didn't happen here. No. but it's we'll talk creepy. About it. We'll Go talk ahead. about Go later. Ahead. So Go the ahead. van tailgated them for two miles. In which time Marie was able to get the plate number. Ray turned off the road and went down another road, and the van continued on the main road. So they didn't. Fo- he didn't follow. He him. didn't follow him. He didn't catch up to him afterwards. The van. No, the van no, went straight. I, they. Turned. I realized that. Yeah. Well, but just Ray and Marie were like, turn "That's fucking weird." They turned yeah. around to to be like, "We got to get the plate number. This is too, too right, odd. too strange." Yeah. So when they found the van again, the guy was outside. He had the passenger side door open, mm-hmm. and he's in behind changing the plates oh, of the van. Mm-hmm. So when they go to get near it, they see the passenger. Like I said, the passenger door is open. Yeah, covered in blood, 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 blood everywhere. Blood, <laughs> like somebody had their period. And that's, <laughs> that's a little scary. Your period, <laughs> my period, all get, over the dark. Gross. I don't get them suckers anymore. So the the whole passenger side door is covered in blood, and um, like I said, he's changing the plates. So we had the wherewithal to be like, I gotta change my plates. People saw me. Right, right. Um, he wasn't stupid. The Thorntons 
um, decided to go back to the schoolhouse. To be yeah. like, okay, this is this is too much. Let's see what's going on. What was he doing over there with the bloody yeah. something? Oh, I think I'd want the cops first. After yeah. all that. The, talk about 1990. Because this was in 1990. They're like, hello, Dad. Let's. This guy probably killed somebody or something. There's blood all over his van. He was disposing Let's of something bloody. Let's go back and see where, where right? if we can find the X. So the they body. go back to the schoolhouse, and there they find the bloody blanket, blanket yep. or sheet or whatever they. Where he tossed. He tried to shove it in a an animal hole. Okay. The fuck kind of animal hole is big enough to shove a blanket? Because it's like really, sissy. You live in New York, but there's a the chipmunk hole is not big enough for that. No, there's gopher holes, fox holes. Oh, you know what? You're a good point. But this Mm -hmm. is in um Michigan. I'm sure they have foxes. I got. I never tell you where this is. This is Michigan. Okay. This is Michigan people. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. You don't know what town? Cold water. Oh, oh, there we go. Oh, Michigan. Not sure, a, they've got to have foxes they got in, it, yeah. in big so things. He like was that. trying to shove it in like a hole. Yeah, it could even be a, a uh, just a random uh, hole. No, a hole there that lets the water pass through. I'm trying to think. Of it. Culvert. Well, they said a hole, like a an hole. animal hole. So he was trying to. Sh- it was. It turned out to be a bloody blank blanket. Yeah, they didn't touch it. They ran. Called the police. I would have done that way before. I would have too. Mm-hmm. Like he haphazardly did it. He wasn't really trying to hide his actions. It seems right. Once they right. Re- like I said, once they realized them, they he was like a crazy person though, just dropping things off, chasing them down, going to the side, changing plates. So you you know these people caught <coughs> you. You're not doing a very good job of intimidating them if you just continue driving and, like and just tailgate. Yeah. So I they mean, called the police, gave them all the information they had, and. Right. La down went on their merry way. So, back to the Depew house. Jennifer called the cops, and De- like I said, Dennis claimed he was going to the hospital. Mm-hmm. He never did. He never made it? Never went to the hospital. Oh. Made it. He's not going to the hospital, <laughs> ma. They began searching for Dennis in Maryland. This was around the same time the Thorntons came upon it, so it's all happening. Yep. Same time. Simultaneously. Yeah. They, uh, when the police arrived at the school, they found a pool of blood along with the blanket that would uh, be eventually confirmed to be Marilyn's blood. Oh. They also what? found... Why at the school? It was abandoned. Just an abandoned okay. place. It's like not where she used to work. Mm-mm. Because she Mm-mm. was a, what, counselor, school counselor? Yeah, high school counselor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They found fresh tire tracks that uh, they would make a mold and determine they came from his van. Mm-hmm. The next day, uh, Monday, a highway worker found Marilyn's body dumped in a ditch on the side of the road. It was literally between her house and the school. Like, he dumped yeah. her body. He, like, dumped her body in between them. Why? Because he's an idiot. He's not trying that hard. To, I don't I think. guess not. Because like don't I, you think it? Why would you take the body? You're taking it from the house. He went to No, the she was alive when they left when the he house. T- I know. But he's ta- he's still taking her from the house. Uh-huh. Going to the abandoned school. He doesn't kill her there. He's dumping the blanket. That's where he just dumps the blanket. So. He. So here's my thoughts. Okay. He, she was, her autopsy shows she's killed a shot in the back of her head. So okay. she's busted up, beaten up. Yeah. She's probably like sitting there like, oh, you know. Right. Boom, killed her. And then he pushed her out of the car. The blanket. What he, the bloody blanket. I'm not going to assume he thought to put a blanket on it because the car was covered in blood. They said, remember the right, passenger? Right. He probably wrapped her in the blanket to bring her out, dump yeah. her in the culvert. Like. Why didn't he just. Leave the blanket there. Like a smart thing? person. Right. So. 
he shot like he shot her in the van. Yeah, he shot her in the van. Yep. So there's blood everywhere. You can't shoot somebody and not and not get blood everywhere, especially in the head. Oh my god, it's splattered everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure they started all of the windows too. I mean, unless she was laying on the floor, but well, like. Okay, it was on the passenger side door, so probably she was probably leaned over. Right. <sighs> so. Okay. Dennis is now on the run. Obviously, God. In his uh, bloody van. <laughs> <laughs> he, the police are looking for him, so this, you think, okay, I murdered somebody, I'm on the run. I should send 17 letters to my friends and family. Right? I should just do that. Just say hello? 17 fucking letters to hello. friends and family trying to explain the murder. <gasps> like it was her fault. Well, <laughs> the victim's always to blame. <laughs> According to the murderers, you... Yeah. So, I have a snippet of a letter I'm going to read. Quote, Marilyn had many, many opportunities to treat me fairly during this divorce. And she chose to string it out, trick me, lie to me. And when you lose your wife, children, home, there's not much left. I was too old to start over. Unquote. It's a letter he wrote to his friend. Okay. Co-worker. Um, I'll kill my wife. Some of these, yeah, some of the letters, he quoted the Bible and were pages and pages. One of them was 13 pages long. There were postmarks from uh, Iowa, Virginia, and Oklahoma. 17 fucking letters. And he just kept cruising. But did they ever figure he had some sort of psychotic break? Mental breakdown? I think he's just an asshole. I mean, I wouldn't say anything mental. I think he's just a douchebag. Just a douche. Didn't get, he lost what he coveted as a prize. Yep. His wife and children. And children. Lost it. And he's like, well, if I'm losing. Spoiled If you're going to take it from me, I'm going to take something yep. from you, which is your life. That's a spoiled brat. Oh, little bitch. Was he an only child? I don't know. I don't know much about his life. I should say that. <laughs> right? Say, say that to my only child. Can no. <laughs> I, he's not an only child. He's got too many, too much family around. Yeah. So, nearly a year after the murder, March 1991, Unsolved Mysteries ran the story about the murder of Marilyn. They were looking for help in finding Dennis since he was still on the run. So, a year he was on the run. Yeah. 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 So, we probably... We probably watched this episode. Probably, I'm saying I'm thinking I mean, it's we like watched I it probably every, watched every every week. One. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, this was for people DVRs my my age. This is how we got into true crime, paranormal uh-huh. stuff. Uh-huh. I saw mysteries, cops, all that fun stuff. Yep. So watching the show was like a I'll normal say, thing. Well, Murder she wrote. Murder Matt she wrote. Ma- like yeah. Magnum PI. All those. Oh shows. yeah, you got to have a mystery going. Yeah, it was. I mean, that was a weekly thing. We watched the show. Mm-hmm. The show was airing. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> the new Magnum—they're both really good. They're adorable. They are so cute. I just wish he had a mustache. Oh no, he doesn't need one. <laughs> okay, it, anyway, it's good. Go it's... ahead. <laughs> so we all know my mom has a crush on the new Magnum. <laughs> yeah, he's a little young, you know. I probably—you say that, but he's too. probably her your age. No, right? he's good. I don't know. I don't even know his name. Oh, you know what's funny? It's like people that play high school students are probably 20s. Even 30s. Like Riverdale is about high school kids. But yeah. They're all like over 20. Yeah. 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 That's nobody a, looks, right. Nobody looks 18. No. I still get carded. Um, the, at work yesterday, the painter asked if Hunter was my child. <gasps> I thought she used to. Everybody I used to ask that. She could be. She's not, but she could be. 
as my 20-year-old sister, everyone. Yes, I'm <laughs> that old. <laughs> um, so, the show is airing, and a woman from Texas, who in the episode is called Mary, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. arrived at her home to see her boyfriend, Hank, quote-unquote, his van in the driveway. Mm. So, I'm going to pause for a second there. You remember how in his letter he said he couldn't start over, but yes. he managed to start over? Obviously. As a murderer. He yes. could just divorce and start over. And start over. But he, as a murderer, yeah, he's like... You can start over. No. And hide. No. Oh that God, was the first course. strange thing, because his van was in the driveway. He usually kept his van in the garage. Oh. The, so you know, the, the van. It. She never saw it before? No, 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 no. He just... It was on the street. Like, okay. it was in the driveway. Usually, okay. when he's home, he parked it in the garage. Right. But, you know, the, the van he murdered his wife. Right. Right. As soon as she walked in, yeah. Hank... Quote unquote, went right up to her before she could even put a purse on, told her that he had to go to his mother. Mm-hmm. She was ill. And he asked her to make him some snacks. Oh, she's snacked. Snacks to um for a long trip. And he yep. kept her in the kitchen the whole time yep. away from the TV. Because as he's doing oh, this, what's the airing? Unsolved yeah. Mysteries. Unsolved Mysteries. Air- no, it's airing. And now he's out of here. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So after Hank was all packed up, he got into his. <laughs> 1984 Chevy van and left Mary with a hug. I was like, see you later. Bye. Bye. Mary Bye. never saw him again. Oh, thank God. Well, in person. She never saw him again, but she did see him on TV. On TV. As Dennis Dupuy. When did she finally figure it out? I mean, her because he left. Unsolved Mysteries probably over. Well, yeah. Unsolved Mysteries over and Mary's friend, who knew oh, the couple, called the, the hotline. And, uh, she saw the show. Uh, he couldn't stop everybody from who mm-hmm. he's met from seeing mm-hmm. the show. Mm-hmm. So his her friend called the hotline and reported her friend. Her there we go. Hank That's Queen a, yep. as Dennis Depew. Louisiana State Police were hot on the tail of Dennis in his van. They, as soon as Same. they called it in, after him. Yep. 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 Dennis refused to stop on the commands of the police, so they alerted Mississippi authorities that he was coming that way around three fifteen a.m. I how love many states? One, two, three, four. Eight. He had stolen Texas plates, but he went from Louisiana. Michigan. Yeah, I mean, he's been everywhere. Yeah, I know, but going across state lines like that, you get more of a federal? They set up a a roadblock at the end of Interstate 20 Bridge over the Mississippi River. I love I loved writing Mississippi. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. You do it with one eye? M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Oh, my God. Yes, she covered her eye and she did that, <laughs> in case anybody wanted to know. <laughs> so, they put a roadblock. The police were advised not to shoot him, but to try to shoot up the tires. Yeah. He drove right through the road, roadblock, but the op- an officer was able to shoot at a tire. It's still all, it's, I mean, even though he owns the van, it's his van, he already flew or whatever. Yeah. They still, you can't prove, you can't prove they still have guilty. They have to bring him in a lot. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they shot at a tire, and then they shot another one. Um, then he kept he kept going. Mm-hmm. He rammed two cop cars. He fired two shots out of his windshield at yep. the cops, and then another out of his open window. Oh, he's a little like a gunslinger. Yeah, he's three fifty-seven. He, um, the officers returned fire. Mm-hmm. Once the shooting stopped, an officer rushed to van and found Dennis dead from a self-inflicted. Gunshot, gunshot wound, wound to so the head. 
killed himself. He shot at the police, rammed their cars, and then sh- killed himself. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, when they opened the van, there was boxes. Like, the passenger seat was yep. full of boxes. So, even if they were shooting into the van, it wouldn't, it wouldn't have, have him. Yeah. It would have been... And where he was hitting his head... He, up in his mouth. Yeah, he would. That was not a police. Oh, right, yeah. right. They could tell by the bullet anyway, yeah. which gun it came out of. So Dennis is buried in Indiana, far away from Maryland, who is in Michigan. So he was buried yeah. away from her. Yeah. Now the director. Why of, in Indiana though? I don't know, because nobody else wanted him. Is that where he actually got caught? No, he got caught in Little Mississippi. Yeah. Why in Indiana? Maybe just a place where he could be. Maybe that's where his family is. I Maybe. Maybe would you want him back? So, the filmmaker from uh, Jeepers Creepers, Victor Salvia, who um, a podcast called Broken Limelight is doing mm-hmm. a, a podcast on him. Yep. Because he sexually assaulted a 12-year-old on the set of one of his movies in 1989 oh. and was still able to have a career. He's the one that did Powder. Remember that oh, movie, yeah, Powder? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hated that movie. I never saw it. I thought it was kind of stupid. But he did all the Jeepers Creepers after the fact that he was tried for sexual assaulting a 12 Oh, my God. But the podcast Broken Limelight, everyone check it out, is doing a whole episode on him. Yep. So check it out, everyone, Broken Limelight. Um, he claims, no, and I, no, that's all, Jeepers oh, Creepers so- is all my idea. He claims okay. that he, no way in the, is his film based on, like, that. That guy. No, that's just the, With the Jeep- story. The yeah. guy, yeah. Jeepers Creepers. But as we said in the beginning, it's fucking too obvious. The yeah. van comes up on them. They see him jumping a bloody thing. Right. Right. There's two things. You, too you much. can't say you didn't get that from somewhere. No. But he tries to... You like, gotta get the idea from somewhere, but when you when you take everything out of it. I, yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty obvious. And uh, him to say he did in his bullface yeah. bullshit lie. So what did you think? Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty... Ugh. I mean, there's not much about, like, his about life. Him at all. Or, no. It sounds like he was probably an only child or a child that has to look out for himself, period. Or just a bitch. <laughs> yeah, just somebody who's, who just didn't get their way. Exactly. Some spoiled, so he had to kill her. I mean, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. But as, like, I think it's cool that Unsolved Mysteries, this is a case that Unsolved Mysteries ended. Yes. Oh, it's we sad did, that oh, yeah. the family couldn't get the, I mean, he Closure. killed himself, yeah. They knew he did it. Right. But, well, no, even the satisfaction, maybe. Having him sit in jail for the rest of his life, yeah. Yeah. He decided, yeah. no, um, he knew he was going to go out somewhere. Either by cop or kids. himself. And I always yeah. do. Yeah. You know, it's just so sad because they're innocent bystanders. One of the cops that was there yeah. said that he was sitting watching the episode with his wife. And then the next thing you knew, he was chasing the guy. The guy. Yeah, and that's crazy. Like, doo, 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 doo. So thank everybody for listening. Thank you, everyone, for listening <laughs> this week and being patient. I'll thank everybody. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> um, I'm trying to keep going with the weekly thing, you know. But I've been sick. My grandfather, unfortunately, got COVID. He seems to be recuperating now. But it's just been a shit show here. <laughs> I'm working a lot, you know, so I'm sorry, everyone. This is supposed to be a fun job. It is. But uh, being sick and exhausted is not fun, you know. So don't forget to check us out on our social media, the Macabre Family Podcast on Facebook, Macabre Family on Instagram, Macabre Family Podcast on TikTok, and email us with all your questions and anything at macabrefamilypod at gmail.com, and that's macabre, 
M-A-C-A-B-R-E, familypod at gmail.com. Also, please rate and review us where you can on whatever listening platforms you listen to us on. Thank you again for your support. We love you all in today's spooky family. Bye. Bye.